Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy. Back at it again. Hey! Welcome to another edition of the Rico Report brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. Presented by Fansided. Hey! Because they know. They know. The Buffalo Fanatics is always going to bring it every day of the week. Let's go. Folks, we got a good one today, man. Controversy, maybe, but a conversation to have nonetheless because it's something that's been on my mind for a little bit, and we're going to talk about it today. Why not? Why not? That's what I'm saying, baby. So, folks, welcome to another edition. We're going to have some fun tonight. A couple, a couple topics to bring up, but a main one. We're going to sit on that. Shout out to my man Rev that started his debut show yesterday. Came in hot, on fire. Let's go. Shout out to my guy. If you guys are in here for the very first time, you guys have no idea who I am. My name is Rico. Smash that like while you guys are in here. And let's do it up. Let's go. So, folks, let's get this party started. I appreciate you guys tuning in. You guys don't have to be here. But you came through anyway to show your boy some support and some love and it never goes unappreciated so i appreciate you guys always so welcome to another edition folks uh here we are here we are we got things to talk about baby we got things to talk about <laughs> jason taylor's like rico controversy no i guess i suppose i mean it's always good to bring things up get people talking why because it's provocative i think we'll see we'll see how that plays out but uh, my man David S says, yo, how else am I going to spend my Fridays without my guy? Appreciate that. That's love. That's love. Um, first and foremost, appreciate you guys tuning in. I let the room fill up as we chop it up and, and get to it. Um, you guys already know how uh, we do on Friday nights. We bring up topics. It's the off season. So we got to talk about a whole bunch of things. But uh, one thing I got to do is I got to give a shout out to the to the team. I got to give a shout out to the Buffalo Fanatics. Let me let me roll this over. I got to give a shout out to the Buffalo Fanatics. You know saying? The whole team has been working all offseason. It doesn't stop. Articles are being put out. Podcasts are being put out. I mean, content is being put out. It just doesn't stop. And um, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And uh, I got to appreciate it, man. IG is popping. Twitter is popping. All social media platforms are popping. So uh, a big, big shout out to the team. Got to, man. You, the, we, we don't move without you guys. You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, things are going on around the league. And uh, there's one topic I wanted to touch on. And that's Cam Newton. Cam Newton was in the news again. Not because of, you know, some, some outrageous, you know what I'm saying, comments. You know what I'm saying? And all those, you know, so, some of the stuff that he was saying, I didn't necessarily disagree heavily with it. But I could he could have reworded it in a way. But nonetheless, it's over with. But I have to bring something up that... Uh, was uh was played today 
uh, and actually the last couple of days, he was on the the Pivot podcast. If you guys don't know the Pivot podcast, y'all need to jump on that Pivot podcast because it is dope. It's got Channing Channing Crowder. It's got my man Fred Taylor, and uh, it's got my man Ryan Ryan Clark. So um, they got they had Fred Taylor. Excuse me, they had Cam Newton on the show, and uh, Cam Newton uh, was 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 referring to the bottom all thirty two teams, right and they were talking about his status among among the these 32 teams and where he stands where where he he is amongst these guys and truth be told it's it's a it's an interesting topic of conversation because i don't think cam is done i don't think he's he's washed up like most would think i just think that you got to put yourself in good situations right it's like you you you're about to get hired for a job. You're unprepared for the job, but you take it anyway, thinking that, you know what I mean? I'm going to do it, but you know, you're not prepared for the job. And that's how I felt that cam, you know I mean? Set himself up with a Panthers job. You know, you're not going to, they, they threw him in at the starting position. It just wasn't good, but cam had some interesting things to say, and I'm going to play the audio uh, for you guys in just a moment. And I, and I want to be able to, I want to get your thoughts on it. And I think uh, a lot of the things he was saying was valid, but I'm going to play the audio for you guys and uh, we'll go from there. Let me pop my volume up real quick and then uh, we can get right to it. So let me know your thoughts. Yeah, people want to speak on who's the top five, right? Who's the top 10? Everybody does love so the top five list. I changed the narrative and say, so I'm going to ask you, who's the bottom 32? Mm. The bottom. The bottom 32. So go from 32 up. Hello. <laughs> <sighs> It would be the guys that took your job. No, 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 no. It would be the Mac Jones. It will be the tours. It'll be those young guys that are that. First of all, shout out to Channing. Channing, yo, Channing Crowder didn't didn't mince any words. Any words. It'll be the guys that are ready to take your job, though. But he explains himself as to what he means by that. Are ten years younger than you. The real talk. It'll be the guys that are trying to prove themselves that are ten years younger than you. Listen. That are working their way up. That so their their think- ceiling is higher than what. 33-year-old Cam Newton. So you think Mac Jones is the 32 best, the 32nd best quarterback in the NFL? He's in the top 32? Because, no, 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 because no, no. the NFL the has bottom, decided that. The bottom 32. I'm asking, listen to my question. I'm not talking about the 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 top 10 best quarterbacks, the top 20 best quarterbacks, mm-hmm. the top 20 to 30, and then you got Two guys that's sitting at 32. Who's- 32 to 64. He's saying Houston Texans, Davis Mills. Mm-hmm. Right. He's saying all of these teams on the bottom before you get Deshaun Baker Mayfield. He's talking about some of those quarterbacks who we don't necessarily look at. Start, as let's starters look at that, stars. Like looking at the, 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 the pendulum. We can all say Aaron Rodgers. We can all say no. Tom Brady. Yeah, we can all no. say Russell Wilson. We can all say Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. We can all say these different quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes. All those Patrick Mahomes. Right. Yeah. That's the front of the 32. Like those are one, two, three, four. Right. Mm hmm. Let's do 32, 31, 30, 29, 28, 26. So he's got the top end guys at the front. You know, you know the names, right? Josh Allen included. And I'm glad that Cam Newton knows what's good. I mean, I think everybody knows what's good with Josh Allen, right? But where does Cam Newton stand? Like, where does he fit? Is he? Can you literally say that there's not one team he can start for in the NFL? And I really started thinking about that. 
because you got to look at all factors. How old is he? Is he still the same player? Who is the quarterback that you're going to have him replaced by? You know what I'm saying? Like, sorry, who is he going to replace? Is there upside with this, this next quarterback? Where is he? Where is his range? Right? So I found that very interesting. So then I'm looking at all 32 teams. So I'm like, if I, if I were to go through all 32 teams, where do I see him? Like, I can say, you know what? He's a legitimate starter. I can see him on there. I'm going to be real. I, I, I like Cam Newton. Cam Newton is a, a trendsetter. And by trendsetter, when, when was the last big mobile quarterback that was as dominant as Cam Newton was? Before Cam Newton. Before Josh Allen. Right? Mike Vick wasn't a big boy. Mike Vick was, that's a that's a game changer with Mike Vick. But I'm talking about a big quarterback with a big arm and that will run you over like game changer. There wasn't anybody like him before Cam Newton. Cam Newton was a different guy. He changed the way defenses would have to play a guy like Cam Newton. That's why you got guys like Josh Allen now. Josh Allen's like a new soldier, man. This guy's just built different. So I'm looking at every team. He ain't starting over Lamar Jackson. He ain't starting over Joe Burrow. Could he go to Pittsburgh and start over Mitch Trubisky? Doubtful. I think Mitch Trubisky has an edge, right? He ain't starting over Deshaun Watson. Davis Mills. Now, Davis Mills, somebody said Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham was no, not the size of Cam Newton. Let's be real. That's what I'm saying. I'm talking about size, arm, all that. Randall Cunningham was a game changer as well, don't get me wrong, but not the size, the imposing size of a Cam Newton or a Josh Allen. You feel what I'm saying? But anyway, Davis Mills. Can you start over Davis Mills? Like, let's be real. I mean, the Texans seem to like Davis Mills. He was actually one of the higher-graded rookie quarterbacks last year. So, like, you'd have to give Davis Mills a chance. You'd have to give him an opportunity you know what I mean? To showcase what he's got before you say, oh, it's just another name. Let's go get a star. You don't know. He could be a budding star. Might, he might be the next, you know what I'm saying? He could be the next freaking Tom Brady. I'm not saying he is, but you just never know, right? So that's a question mark. He ain't starting over Matt Ryan with the Colts. He ain't starting over, you know what I'm saying, Sunshine. He ain't starting over Sunshine over there in Jacksonville. Is he starting over Tannehill? Can he push Tannehill? For that start for that starting spot, I don't know. I don't think he can. I think he's below Tannehill, or maybe even. Maybe there might be even. I don't know. That's a toss up right there, right? Tua, would he be able to go to Miami and start over Tua, right? But they've got Bridgewater over there, so Bridgewater. And now it's like Bridgewater or Cam Newton. Which one are you picking? So it, it, it's it's a tough one, right? Obviously, Josh Allen, he ain't doing anything over Josh Allen. Zach Wilson still, they 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 want to see what Zach Wilson has. Obviously, he was with Mac Jones. Mac Jones beat him up for the job. Uh, he ain't getting Herbert. He ain't getting, he ain't getting Wilson. He ain't getting Derek. He ain't getting Pat Mahomes. That's the AFC. Let's go NFC. Aaron Rodgers out of the question. It's not happening, right? You got the young, young, young QB out in, in Chicago. Not happening. Justin Fields. You're not getting over Kirk, you know me, Captain Kirk. Maybe the Lions with Jared Goff, but I like Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff is good, is good for the freaking um, the freaking uh, the Lions. I think he's good for the Lions. He's not over the Rams, not over San Francisco with Trey Lance. 
Se- Seattle, they want to give Drew Luck a chance. They want to give Drew Luck a chance. So it's probably not going to happen there because they want to see what he's got, right? Kyler Murray, not happening. Daniel Jones. What about Daniel Jones, right? I'm not a fan of Daniel Jones. I don't think Daniel Jones is, is starting caliber quarterback. But we're about to find out what's really good with Daniel Jones with a competent enough head coach in Brian Dable that's going to bring his offense to the New York Giants and see what they do. So they want to see what they want to do. They, they want to see what Daniel Jones has. They already know what Cam Newton has. So they wouldn't bring him over there, right? Now, he then he has to compete with Tyrod Taylor. And Tyrod Taylor... It's Tyra Taylor's like a Fitzpatrick, man. You can't watch, you got to watch out for that guy because he he might sneak up and take your damn job. He ain't starting for the Eagles, he ain't starting for the Cowboys, he ain't starting for the Commanders. Maybe he could, but I doubtful. Carson Wentz, ah, Carson Wentz annoys me. I'm, I'm Carson Wentz is up and down, and so is Cam Newton. So, could he push Carson Wentz? He'd probably, they'd be probably waiting for Carson Wentz to screw up, and then Cam Newton would come in, but he wouldn't be able to come in right away, right away and start, right. Atlanta Falcons, maybe Atlanta Falcons with him and Mariota. That's probably where I would say Cam Newton could probably go to Atlanta and do something there. Panthers, he was just with the Panthers. If they gave him another opportunity to go back to the Panthers, maybe he can do something. But they just, then they just draft a, a quarterback. So that's out of the question too. Saints, Tampa, maybe three teams, Houston Texans, New York Giants, Atlanta Falcons. That's it. So when he's like, name the 32 team, 32 quarterbacks, fam. If you really go through that list, those are your three teams that maybe you can push, but it's probably not going to happen. So sometimes, and this is the tough part with, with, uh, with players, and I'm not, in no way am I disrespecting Cam Newton, but sometimes, and I, and I feel for athletes, physically they might feel great, right? They're working out. Body fat is super low. They're eating great. All that and the third. However, when father time comes for your ass, sometimes you just got to listen. Sometimes you just have to listen. And the game is passing you by. And it's no disrespect to Cam. He's had a fantastic career. You know what I'm saying? A game changer. Some, some I've heard even say that he could be potential Hall of Famer. Because he's a game changer, not because statistically he's killed the game and all that good stuff. Not just it's not all about stats. It's just what have you given to the game? What have you done for the game? I've heard arguments of him being potentially not a first ballot, but you know, third, fourth, whatever, um, ballot Hall of Famer because he's changed the way the game is played. Because now you have guys like Josh Allen that come in that are big, strong, will run you over, will throw for four thousand yards and more. But very interesting. Extremely interesting. So uh, when you hear the audio, you hear that. But what I love about hearing that is that Josh Allen is at the, the top. And I can't tell you the last time that we had someone talk about our quarterback like that. You feel me? So it's, 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 uh, it's exciting to hear that. But fam, Cam, you know what I'm saying? It's sometimes you just got to listen. What is it like? Listen to the tea leaves. Is that what they say? I don't know how, how, how that, that phrase is put out there. But the tea leaves are talking to you, my man. The tea leaves are talking, and it's probably a wrap. It's probably a wrap. And it's, it was a solid career. You can't go wrong with that. And I can't see him going anywhere else. It's the NFL or it's not. 
He's not going to XFL. He's not going to CFL. He ain't going to do no fan control football. This is it. <laughs> this is it. But we'll see. You just never know. You just never know. But I found that very interesting, uh, him putting that out there as if, you know what I'm saying, like, he's a strong candidate to try to, you know what I mean? Nah, fam. It's just not there for you. It's just not there for you. So uh, shout out to uh, shout out to my guy, Cam Noon. But it is it ain't there for you, kid. It ain't there for you. All right, moving on to uh, next topic. Where are you, my man? So Rayo says, yo, Rico, um, did you know about the Cam and Browns controversy? Nah, I didn't hear anything about Cam and the Browns. Not at all. Not one bit. And if there's some kind of connection to in that, I can't even tell you about it. But anyway, uh, Cam and Brown, don't know anything about Cam and Brown. But anyway, um, you guys let me know what's up. So anyway, moving on to the next topic. Before I get into my main topic, the meat and potatoes topic. Um, I was reading an article today. And James Cook was the topic of conversation. And I was talking to some, some, some people from work, and they were asking me, well, you know what I mean? Are you happy with your draft? And all that good stuff, right? And, uh, yo, shout out to my guy, Cody. Cody Benz. What up, Cody? Yo, you should be asleep right now, man. What are you doing awake? Come on, son. You know you know the drill. We were, we were just up a few hours ago. I haven't even gone to bed yet, by the way. I'm still up. I'm still up, baby. Let's go. Anyway, so James Cook. I finally, I think I've come to... F- to, to grips with the addition of James Cook. Now, we know he's a great player. He's a solid player, and he's going to be a big-time contributor to the Bills. But I was trying to find that, like, where can I fall in love with James Cook, right? Because you can't – it's hard to fall in love with a guy that, like, you didn't anticipate the team to draft, right? So you got you to gotta learn to fall in love with these guys, right? They got to show you something and say, oh, shoot, I like this guy, right? So I'm, I'm – Talking to a buddy, and I'm telling him, well, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about, you know what I mean, James Cook and you know, with the addition and what he's going to be able to add to the squad and all that good stuff. And an article came up on Twitter today, and it was about Tony Pollard. And if you guys are not familiar with Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard is the backup running back for the Dallas Cowboys behind Zeke Elliott. And if you guys have been living under rock, you guys know I'm in love with Tony Pollard. I love everything about his game. His game is just legit. And if he were to be on the Bills, I was like, I, I would have been ecstatic if they even found a way to get him onto the Bills last year, by the way. Right. So I'm sitting there and I read an, I read an article about James Cook and I'm like, wait, sorry, excuse me, Tony Pollard. I was like, wait a second. Very similar in size, very similar in type of player. And the article was because he's going to be backing up Zeke Elliott. He wants to be able to get on the field as be- as much as he can. And if he has to be put in the slot, so be it. And then it hit me. Perfect time for a bell. It hit me. I was like, wait a second. Is Tony Paul is James Cook the Tony Pollard that I would have loved to have on the team? Is he a Tony Pollard? And if he is, hooked. If he gives me what Tony Pollard gives the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm talking about a legitimate spark, anytime he's on the field, watch out because anything can happen. And if James Cook is that dude, we have ourselves something. Not that I didn't believe it then because I knew he was good. 
There's no question about that. That's not what I'm questioning. But now that I've found my connection, I'm like, okay, so if he gives us what Tony Pauly gives the Dallas Cowboys, boy, some teams are going to have to be careful because he already does what Tony Pollard is asking to do is be put in the slot. James Cook already does those things naturally. So when in time that we have him on the field, same time with Zach Moss or same time with Devin Singletary. And it's like, or he's the only guy in the backfield and it's a five wide with James Cook in there. Look out, look out. So I I'm, that that got me a little, you know, what I mean, I got a little excited for that. I'm looking forward to seeing a lot more of that. And then I started looking at the landscape of this offense. And I mean, last uh, this week we talked about the touches, right? The targets. Where are the targets going to come from? And we were talking about how many people are going. I mean, who's going to get what target, right? We know Stephon Diggs is going to get his. Uh, we know um, Gabriel Davis is going to get his, and where everything else falls out. So having a guy like James Cook is going to be problematic for a lot of teams. So I'm looking, I'm looking, that's going to be a big, big time thing for me. So shout out to James Cook. You know what I'm saying? Show me what you got and show me what you're working with, with this offense, man. Cause it's good luck to the defense. Good luck to the defense. Now on to the next topic, Jordan Poyer. Jordan Poyer still has not attended camp doesn't need to it's otas it's voluntary you don't need to be there but if anybody's anybody they know you got to be there right it's to build the camaraderie with your teammates to build the chemistry get to know everybody new faces all that good stuff but when you're a veteran i know how to take care of my body i'll be there when i'm supposed to be there now the real question is when mini camp starts when it starts to now cost players, this is where we're going to find out where Jordan Poyer stands, right? The line has already been drawn in the sand. What side are you on? Are you on the side of, I'm going to show up, I'm going to be there with the team. Let's just, you know what I mean? I'm, I trust that we will get this deal done. Let me participate. Or I ain't stepping foot in that field until I get the deal that I deserve. Because it's not it's it's not resolved now. Press conferences have been done. Leslie Frazier has been in conversation with them, and it seems like it's been pretty good. They've been having talks, and obviously it's, it's not personal, so he's got no issues with them. Brandon Bean would love him to come back, but he's like, I can't pay everybody. You know that, so it is what it is. Is what pretty much Brandon Bean is saying. And then on top of that, you got. Coach McDermott, that's just, you know what I mean? I'm the coach. I'm going to talk to you, but it's just going to be very cool. So here's my question to y'all. I'm not going to ask you who's more important than other. We already know that Jordan Poirier is important. But really and truly, have we grasped life without Jordan Poirier yet? Because that changes everything. That changes the way this defense is made up. That changes uh, the dynamic between Hyde and now question mark that changes the dynamic of how cornerbacks were playing. So that's huge. That's huge. So whether this deal gets done, it, the, 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 the hourglass has been flipped over time is running out to try to make a decision. 
And we're going to find out who's got bigger balls. Is it Brandon Bean? Big balls Bean? Big baller Bean? Or is it J Paul? It needs to, and it, like my, listen, listen, DJ Aku just said it, man. It needs to be addressed. It needs to be addressed. Because right now, listen, it's who's got bigger balls is what it's come down to. Who's got bigger balls? Brandon Bean, I'm done talking. I tried to do the whole teamwork thing and try to have, you know, me open dialogue. But the minute you paid Stefan Diggs before me and you broke that whole, I don't pay people when there's two, you know, I mean, multiple years on a contract. And then all of a sudden you go and break that. Now you've broken that, 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 you know what I mean? That trust, if you will. So now I'm done talking. You talk to my agent. We'll go from there. So it's time is getting closer now. You know, OTAs is cute. You don't got to be there, but when it's supposed to be, when you're supposed to be there, when money's on the line now, when you get fined, and it's really up to the team if they find you or not. So that'll be interesting. Are they going to make it an excused absence? Highly doubtful. They're not going to make an excuse. He's got to be here. It's minicamp. Everyone's got to be here. So, Brandon Bean, what are you going to do? Jordan Poirier, what are you going to do? And you can't be a player to get like your teammate to get in his business. That is a faux pas. You do not do that. Contract talk is for no one else to jump in. That's why you always say, hey, how do you feel about, you know what I mean, the contract of such X player? Yo, that's not my business, man. I don't get into that talk. That's between him and the GM. No players are getting involved in that shit. That's between Brandon Bean, Jordan Poyer, Drew Rosenhaus, and get something done. But if it doesn't get done, does this pose a distraction for the team? Are we less focused? Did Von Miller come to, to see all this nonsense? No, 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 no. I came because I knew these two guys were going to be there. Brandon Bean, you promised that I have a, that team was intact. That's why I signed here. So whatever you got to do, Brandon Bean, make it get done. That's probably coming from Von Miller. And Von Miller knows all too well about contract talk because my man just got paid. So we got to figure something out. And it's got to be done sooner than later because then it becomes a distraction in Buffalo. Right? Everything's been honky-dory. Good chemistry, team bonding. Nothing ever goes wrong. Everybody's pretty, you know what I mean? It's pretty straight back, laid back and cool. And But now that there's contract talks and now that you're one of your best players on the defense is now out because of contract talks, how does this play out? Well, next man up. That's the only way you can look at it. It's next man up. So Jaquan Johnson, DeMar Hamlin, Josh Thomas, Saran Neal, potentially. Christian Bedford, you just don't know. We'll soon find out. But man, do I want that deal to get done. Get that deal done. Get that deal done. But anyway, <laughs> Ronald, Ron, yo, Ron's like, my heart breaks for all the underpaid millionaires. Hey, we listen, man. They're they're in their own stratosphere. You know what I'm saying? Of of you know, what I mean, millionaires. You know, that's millionaire stuff. You know, say we're like we're the petty guys that you know, what I mean, we just we just live enough of you know, hundreds and thousands. That's it. Hundreds, not hundreds of thousands. Hundreds and thousands. That's us. That's where we stand. You feel me? But anyway, I digress. I digress. So, uh, moving on to. Next topic, by the way, for those that are in here right now, do me a favor, smash that like. If you have not followed, if you have not subscribed, and you have not hit that notification bell, do me a favor, hit that notification bell. 
hit that notification bell. And you know what? You guys need to be notified about something else. And I'm sick and tired of you guys not knowing enough about fantasy football. Why aren't you guys all over fantasy football? That is where it's at. I'm telling you right now. I'd say for all your friends that are into football, 90% of them play fantasy football. Why aren't you all over it? Folks, let me help you out. Jump all over this whole fantasy football thing. It's huge, but more specifically, Dynasty. Let's talk about You've it. You've never experienced fantasy football quite like this. Unlike the other fantasy football platforms, Dynasty Owner uses real NFL salaries and salary cap, bench scoring, clutch scoring systems, and a variety of other options to make Dynasty Owner unlike any other fantasy football experience you've ever had. Do you have what it takes to be the best Dynasty Owner in the league? Download the Dynasty Owner app on the App Store or Google Play today to find out. There it is, folks. Jump all over that Dynasty football, man. It is pretty cool. You don't have to sit there. You have five minutes or 60 seconds to make your pick. You have a full 24 hours. You have time. Do your homework. Get that done. And if you know who you're grabbing, get your guy and get, get, get going. Trades, everything, salary cap, you name it. You've got it in Dynasty football fantasy let's go so folks right back to uh what we want to talk about now um yesterday my man rev had a fantastic show and uh he got into some some really good conversation and and it was about are the bills being overhyped and i and i love that because the bills are the talk of the town Everyone's got the bills in their mouth. Pause. It's just what it is. That Buffalo D is all up in everybody's mouth. Everybody's talking about that Buffalo D. That offense, that defense, the, the special teams, the, the Stefan Diggs of the world, the Josh Allen. Everybody's talking about the Buffalo Bills and how great they will be, how great Josh Allen's going to be, a, a potential MVP you know what I'm saying? Winner, he's going to dethrone Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be the year of the Bills, right? And to, to piggyback a little bit off of my man Rev, the hype over the Bills, justified or not, according to a lot of Bills fans, justified. But we have an investment into this team. We've put the time in. We've We've Put the money into this team. And when I say money, I'm talking about we buy stuff. We go to the games. We pay for the hot dogs and the too expensive of the beers, the freaking dry as hell pretzels, all that stuff. The nachos that don't give you enough nachos and a lot of cheese. The balance is not there. Y'all need to fix that. But you catch what I'm saying. Right? We invest a lot. So we, we're going to say, yes, this team deserves all the love they're getting. But if you look outside of Buffalo, there are a lot of folks that are like, you guys only won 11 games and all of a sudden y'all think that you guys are going to go all the way to the Super Bowl when you barely got into the playoffs. Weren't you guys in the hunt? You, we hear it all. We hear it all. I'm here to tell you the hype is real. I'm here to tell you drink the Kool-Aid. I'm here to tell you this team is is. Super Bowl bound, and that's no cap. I'm not trying to, you know, what I'm saying like 
look gloating. It's just how the team is constructed. Look at the team. Look at the roster. Look at the additions. We didn't really lose much in front office. We didn't even lose much on the personnel side of the things. We actually improved. So, yes, believe the hype. If we didn't have a franchise quarterback, I get it. Why y'all talking about Buffalo? Yo, get off that stuff. But you got a franchise quarterback. You got a superstar receiver. You got a number one defense. You got a closer in Von Miller. You have a revamped defensive interior line. You got a improved O-line. Fam. Where the conversations being had is justified. Now, here's where I come in. I said that I wanted to bring something up, and I'm here to bring it up. Folks, before I get into my point, the topic, you'll see the title of this, this, uh, this live show was Josh Allen is stuck between a rock and a hard place. But what do I mean by that? And I bring this up because... I have been thinking about this for like right until the right at the end of the season. It was like end of the season last year when we lost in the AFC championship game because we were so freaking close, but yet so far away at the same time. Right. We were ready. We lose in the division round last year. And when we and I look at who we played and if we took down the, the freaking Chiefs, I truly feel that we would have gone to the Super Bowl. We would have beat the Bengals, and we would have gone to the Super Bowl, and I think we would have beat the Rams. I feel that. And we're going to prove it on Thursday Night Football. But let me bring it back because I can't get into my, my, my spill, if you will, until I hit these things. So what's the biggest thing that Bills fans are made fun of? Everywhere we go, right? Even if you're wearing a little a little pin that has a little buffalo in there, and the topic of conversation is the Bills and what they're doing, what do they always bring up? Man, Josh Allen's really good, man. That's, that must be amazing. You guys must be loving how their team's playing. But, man, what about those? We go everywhere. If you don the blue, the red, the white, the little buffalo on there, you're going to be made fun of because of those four Super Bowls. Hey, you lost those four Super Bowls. How do you lose four straight? That's unbelievable. You guys haven't won anything since, I don't know, the AFL? Dude, what are you guys? Why are you guys even talking? You guys went to four Super Bowls and lost them all. You are not in this conversation to talk about fucking Super Bowl. Pardon my language. I did so good in not cussing. But here we are. Always having to defend the four losses in the Super Bowl. Well, here's where my thought process is. Here's where Josh Allen comes in. Josh Allen's in a freaking tough spot because he has to not only deal with the pressures of bringing his team to the Super Bowl, but it won't be enough to just go to the Super Bowl. It's not enough. Why? Because now you're going for attempt number five, and that's all that will be talked about. And guess what? 
I have to keep it consistent. If you guys have been following me long enough, long enough, this might not be a popular take, and this is no disrespect to any of the 90s bills that went to the Super Bowl. None. Much love to the squad. However, I always had an issue with how they're they're put on a pedestal. You know what I mean? And and if, I've said this before, so this is if you guys can go back, if you guys can watch, I've always kept it consistent. They've been they're put on a pedestal, right? Wherever they go, it's Jim Kelly, Hall of Famer, Bruce Smith, Hall of Famer, Thurman Thomas, Hall of Famer, all these great freaking players, Andre Reid, legit freaking players. But y'all didn't finish. Y'all didn't bring it home. And we know how painful it is. Don't get me wrong. Because we feel it. But we know how painful it is. But they're put on a pedestal like, I mean, they, they, they brought the championship to Buffalo, but they didn't. And we praised them like they brought one here. So rewind. So when Josh Allen comes into the season, he's got to deal with not only the pressures of bringing his team to the playoffs. Not only just coming to the playoffs, he's got to bring his team to the Super Bowl. And it's just, it won't be enough to bring him to the Super Bowl. He has to win it. Because if he doesn't, that's five Super Bowls we lost. And it dates back to the old 90s Bills. Right? Had they won one, put them on a pedestal all you want. Because they won one. Look at those 1972, those 1972 Dolphins, 72 Dolphins. They are milking that everywhere they go. 14 and no, we won the Super Bowl. Y'all don't talk to me. They can be put on a pedestal if they want to. I don't think they should be on a pedestal, but hey, y'all went undefeated. Y'all won the whole thing. I get it. But man, we still got to deal with this whole losing the Super Bowl. So here in, come, in comes Josh Allen. He's got to deal with the pressures of winning right now in the NFL with how tough it is in the AFC. You guys see it. And then if we have the beautiful opportunity to go to the Super Bowl, we can't be content with just going to the Super Bowl. Had we never even gone to the Super Bowl in the 90s and we made it to the Super Bowl, you can kind of say, you know what? Holy shit, we made it to the Super Bowl. Kind of like the Bengals. I'm not saying the Bengals because the Bengals have been there before. But like kind of like the Bengals. The Bengals haven't been good in a long time. They've been close, but never far. And then they go all the way to the Super Bowl. So you can almost say, man, we went to the freaking Super Bowl. Y'all can, you can, you can kind of almost feel good about that. But not the Bills. And that's why Josh is in a freaking hard place. He's a rock in a hard place because he's got to lead his young team to the Super Bowl, and that's an accomplishment in itself. But it just can't be enough. He has to win it. He has to close. He's got to close the deal. And that's huge. That's huge. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. And the pressure's been put on because of the, the, the I have to say, the failures of our 90s team. And it sucks because wide right, that should have been ours, but that wide right kills us. We're never going to forget about it. And this might trigger some folks that are a little older than I am that were 
that were that were there in the in the in the 90s young men in the 90s young men and women watching this team go up there and there was such pride for this team i get that part don't get me wrong but losing four in a row fam inexcusable inexcusable so josh i hate it for you bro but you gotta you gotta make up not not only do you have to not only do you have to to propel your team to the Super Bowl, but you got to make up for what happened in the 90s. And it's not even on, it's not even on you, but it is going to be on you because you got no choice. You got the whole city riding for you. So you have to win it. You can't just go there and get your participation ribbon. You actually, you actually have to win it. And it all falls on the quarterback. You guys already know that. But could you imagine? We go in there and we win it. Not only does Josh Allen become the hero of Buffalo. And I've said this before. We, the Bills right now, although we look good, and this is the best analogy I can give you guys, right? You just had a, you just had a basketball game or you just played hockey. You just had tennis. You did something vigorous. You feel me? You and your lady and you, your fellow, you guys, you know I mean, y'all did what you had to do. And you're musty as heck. You know what I'm saying? You're musty. You didn't shower. You didn't anything. But you put on some fresh, fresh tea, fresh pants. You know what I'm saying? Ball cap on. You know what I'm saying? Problem is, you may look good, but you still got that stench. There's a stench on you. There's that, there's that smell. And that's what the Buffalo Bills are now. We look great, but there's still that smell, that 90s smell that still lingers behind us, right? Like Pepe Le Pew. When he walks, there's a trail behind him. That's the Bills right now. We look great. Don't get me wrong. But we still got that 90s you know, stench following us. That's why Josh is in the position he's in right now. We've got our franchise guy, and he's got to put it on the back. And take this team to the to the Super Bowl and win the thing. Because when we do, that stench is gone. It's cut off. Fini. It's a new era. It's a new and new. Yo, we are smelling like money. We are smelling like Tom Ford. You feel me? And with the weapons that we have on this team, we holy crow, we have the opportunity to do big things. But that smell is still on us. And if and if we're going to sit here and keep it real, you know it's what it is. Because everywhere we go as fans, we got to deal with what? <laughs> the Bills. Man, when's the last time y'all went to Super Bowl? Oh, yeah, right. That's right. Back in the 90s when y'all lost. Stop it. Until you win it, shut your ass up. And they're right. They are right. We can't say, well, we won it back in the... That don't fly. There's recency bias these days. You feel me? Ain't nobody, ain't nobody trying to, you know I mean, oh, participation. No, 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 no. Did you win it or did you not? That's what it comes down to. And that's why I feel for Josh because he does such a great job of, you know what I mean, comporting himself, you know what I'm saying, handling all the freaking questions coming his way. And that boy is media trained extremely well. He knows how to answer everything, doesn't lose his cool. The dude is legit. He ain't no Baker Mayfield just, just getting emotional. He's not an emotional cat. Josh is straight business. 
And this is what I love about him. This is what's great about the quarterback that we have on the squad. It's fantastic. But that smell, that 90 smell, the Jim Kelly era, the, you know what I'm saying, the Thurman Thomas era, although they were legit keg on offense, running and gunning and doing all the great stuff. Dom, B, listen, we had some good times, man. But them good times are done. Problem is, we still smell like the 90s. We still smell like jupe. All right? That's what we still smell like, like jupe. That's kind of, I mean, for some some folks might know what I'm talking about. But am I, am I talking shit or am I speaking facts? I know this might be controversial for some of y'all because y'all still all about the 90s. But golly, man, I'm keeping it a buck here. We still stink. And we got we to gotta make sure that we handle our business when it comes to propelling ourselves to get to where we need to be. And that's the Super Bowl. And right now, that's why it ties into what Rev was talking about. Are we overhyped? Are they, are we, are we, are we, are we being spoken about properly? Are we getting the love we deserve? Yes. Yes, we are. Because we are truly that good. We're a good team. We're well coached. We're well managed. You know what I'm saying? We're well led. What more do we want? Oh, I know. A freaking Super Bowl. That's what we want. All we got to do is get one. Just give me one. Just give me one. Give Buffalo one. It does, it does so many things. Because it, it almost jump starts the new era. And you can leave the past behind. We ain't got to talk about the past anymore once we win the Super Bowl. But until we do, that past is always going to creep up on us. And if we go to the Super Bowl and we lose, oh, boy. We will never hear the end of it. We will never hear the end of it. It'll be not four Super Bowls, but five. The Bills are 0-5. You know what I mean? When going to the Super Bowl. Boy, we talk about, like, championships and winning and all that stuff. That's why you got to respect guys like Tom Brady. You got to respect guys like Kobe Bryant. You got to respect guys like LeBron James. You got to respect guys like, you know, Steph Curry, multiple rings, championships. But when you're going 0 for 4, yikes. You get LeBron James get made fun of. Oh, he's been to nine finals or freaking however many finals. LeBron's been to a lot of finals. But anyway, he's only won four of them. He's lost. He's lost a few. But at least he's got four. But even then, that stench is still on LeBron. Those are just haters talking. But he still lost four. If you're Jordan, go six for six. Respect. You thrive for that. Tom Brady, what, he's got seven? Unheard of. It's disgusting. Share the wealth, jackass. But here we are. So we got to get this. And how do we, listen, how do we get this? The first step is wiping the AFC East. Wiping them. We wiped them last, the two years ago. We lost one last year. We shouldn't have. We should have wiped every one of them again. And we're going to do it again this year. And make sure we wipe them clean. That's how it starts. Start with your division. Wipe them lowly-ass Jets. Although they've made some fantastic improvements. If I'm going to keep it real, I'm going to keep it real. 
the Jets made some really good improvements, but the big question mark is their quarterback. What you going to do? You go over to Miami, new head coach, just getting acclimated with his team. A quarterback that is potentially going to be the healthiest he's ever been. That's a great thing. He's got some new weapons. He's got new protection. Defense is solid. They got one of the best corners in the game. We'll see how that plays out with the Miami Dolphins. We still going to wax that ass. It don't matter. You guys can look cute in your little teal and gray or whatever the color you guys are. We still going to wax that. And then you got the Patriots. The Patriots don't even know what the hell they're doing over there. They don't know who the frick their offensive coordinator is. They're going to put a defensive coordinator as their offensive coordinator. They have a left tackle that's played left tackle. Damn near all his career. They're just going to swap. They're going to put Isaiah Wynn to right tackle and put Brown to left tackle. You're just going to swap them. Why? Do you not want to protect your quarterback back there? I don't know what the Patriots are doing. I really don't know what they're doing. They spend their first round draft pick on a third on a second day player. I don't know what's going on with that team, but good luck to them. So how do we handle our business? Wipe, sweep, dust, you name it. We got to take care of the AFC East. That's number one. Once we get to the dance, we turn up. We got to turn it on. And it'll give us an opportunity this off this season to go up against the best of the best. We face the Bengals. We face the Chiefs. We face the Ravens. We face, who else? We face Green Bay. We face the Browns. Deshaun Watson sure ain't playing. I'll touch on that Deshaun Watson situation. We play the Patriots twice. I mean, shoot, we play the Bears, the Bengals, like, we got some good quarterbacks that we got to play this year. Handle that. That just prepares us to handle the gauntlet of quarterbacks that we will face when we get to the freaking playoffs. But it starts with sweeping and wiping and dusting of the Jets, Dolphins, and Patriots. And once we do all that, now the real ball begins. Playoff time. But we're going to see. We shall see. But that I, I needed to get that off my chest. I needed to get that off my chest. I feel for Josh, man. Josh has got the world on his shoulders. Shoulders right now. And they're hyping us up. So I hope that Josh is so calm, cool, collected, because that's what he looks like. I just like, hey, man, everybody wants to talk about how good we are. It's cool. Let's handle one game at a time. There's two cuss words today, damn it. One game at a time. That's what it comes down to. One game at a time. Not looking ahead. Not losing to a team like the Jags. One game at a time. It's a long season. And if we can get our way all the way to the playoffs and win the damn Super Bowl and have not only the league MVP in Josh Allen and take Super Bowl MVP, I mean, I'm, I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out there for in existence. So when it's time and we get our asses ready to whoop ass on everybody, yo, we've been prepared. Vegas already has us as the as the freaking lead dog. We're not even we're not trailing in any game. We're not the underdog in any of the spreads. They got us going 17 and 0. 
Sean Marin. Sean Marin. Am I saying that right? Facts. Nobody talks about how calm down Allen has become has become in game. Dude, Allen is so cool. Nothing too big. But boy, when he cashes in, he will let you know he cashed in. Josh turns, we, we talked about this, man. He turns into a freak. He turns into a freaking other person just in your face. That's who I would want as my leader. Let's go to war. <laughs> Folks, we have ourselves a freaking season coming up. Every game is going to be something, but it starts with the freaking AFC East. But more specifically, it starts on Thursday night. Bring on McVay. Bring on Cam Akers. Bring on Robinson, Cooper Cup, Aaron Don. Bring them all. You know what I'm saying? Bring them all. We're going to make it work. We got to make it work. Are we going to go 17 and 0? I don't think we're going to go 17 and 0. That's just my that's just my opinion. I don't think we're going 17 and 0. But anything's possible. Could this be we've already had a perfect game. We've already had a perfect offensive game when we whooped the Patriots. I hope there's any I hope there's some Patriots fans watching in this chat. When we whooped on the Patriots, perfect game. Well, maybe that was a precursor to what's going to happen this year. Perfect game leads, leads to a perfect season. We'll see. We will see. But boy, that game was amazing. Anytime that you wax a team is great. But when it's the Patriots, it's even better. It's even better. And you know that sometimes there's teams where, yo, don't pile on that team, man. They don't deserve that, man. Leave that team alone. Right? It used to be... Even the Lions, you felt sorry for the Lions. Ah, oh, come on, leave the Lions alone, man. They ain't doing nothing to you. Leave them alone, man. Ah, oh, look at those Bengals, man. Leave the Bengals alone, man. They, they ain't doing nothing to you. Ah, oh, Cardinals, come on, man. It's the Cardinals, bro. Leave them alone, man. They didn't do nothing to you. That will never happen for me feeling that way against the Patriots. <laughs> never, never gonna happen. <laughs> I will always beg on the Patriots. I don't care how high up we are. We are always going to curb stomp your ass anytime we get a chance to. Y'all thought I was playing. Hell no. Patriots. Like, I'm going to take it easy on the Patriots. Never. <laughs> Never. My petty ass. My petty ass ain't ever going to let that be. That's what I'm talking about. But anyway, it's a new season. We're going to get after it. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. Wait till game days. Wait till post games, previews, tailgate shows, man. We're going to be doing it every all day, every day, Buffalo Fanatics. My man, Mr. Diggs says, yo, Rico, new season, new expectations. Let's go. It's so good being a Bills, Bills Mafia member. You damn right it is. You damn right. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was my show. I needed to get that off my chest. And I'm glad I was able to. But if you guys have any questions, concerns, topics that I haven't hit, I'm here. Go ahead and ask your questions. I got you. Or topics that I'm not uh, that I have not touched yet. I know that I at some I, I had my boys talking about the Deshaun Watson chatter a couple of days ago. I was on my way to work listening to them talk, and I was like, mm. I shared some different opinions. Not far, 
Trust me, not far. <laughs> I ain't going to go that far. But I shared some different opinions, difference of opinions. Buffalo fan, Buffalo fan 716 comes in with a super, uh, excuse me, with a comment says, hey, how about Von Miller teaching our young defenders pass rush summit? If Greg Rousseau takes a leap, it's over for the leap. Let me tell you about, and I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. Von Miller wasn't paid just for him to come in and close and be that guy. He wasn't, he wasn't brought in just for that. Half the money went to his, his physical abilities to, to be on the field and get after the quarterback and affect the game. But the other half of the money that they gave him was what he's going to instill in the guys around him. The Greg Rousseau's, the Boogie Basham's, the Ed Oliver's, the Jordan Phillips, uh, the, you know what I'm saying? You, you named the AJ Epinesa's. You know what I'm saying? Uh, every last one of those guys are going to learn something from him. So that's where Brandon Bean was like, okay, hold on. If I'm going to pay this man, there's knowledge that comes with that. And you, you can't, you keep, listen, man, you can't pay enough for knowledge, right? Whenever there's a, an old retiree, right? Excuse me, an employee from a company that's been there 30 plus years and he's about to retire, he or she is about to retire. What do they do? They try to hire someone new so they can Soak up all the knowledge from this employee that is just about to retire. Well, I'm not saying that Von Miller is going to retire anytime soon. He what? He just turned 32? Or he's around 30, he's 32, give or take? Yo, soak up everything you can from this guy. So that way we are the most effective team in football. That's, that, that's, that's, that, that's my aspirations, for sure. But that's when it comes to the Jets, Patriots, and all that, yo, kick rocks. Not having it. Dave Cole says, yo, wait, wait till Crowder goes off against the Jets. He will, and here's the beautiful thing about it. He gets an opportunity to do it twice. Y'all wanted to let me go. You didn't want to pay me. All right. Braxton Berrios, which I like Braxton Berrios. Don't get me wrong. Oh, y'all like Braxton Berrios over me? All right, let me show you what's good with Braxton Barrios. Crowder's going to go nuts. And you know, Josh Allen, if he wants to be petty, he will do what he has to do. Anybody that is a fan of The Office, that watches the show The Office, has a little petty in them. If you've never seen Dwight Schrute do some petty-ass stuff, you know what I'm saying? Trust and believe. <laughs> you have never seen, you know what I'm saying, Oscar say some petty stuff? You best believe Josh Allen is going to be petty. And he's going he's gonna to bring it to the Jets. He's going to bring it to the Patriots. He's going to bring it to the Dolphins. You just wait and see. Yeah, my man Renaissance Man says, yo, never put the knife. Put the knife and keep twisting. <laughs> you damn right, boy. Put that knife in there and keep going, boy. Juke, juke, juke. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's real. My man says, uh, Ark Omen says, yo, I think they could go, but there's a chance they could lose. And he's talking about the Bills going to the Super Bowl. But they will but they will then go back and win it. Josh will go to at least two Super Bowls in my prediction. And here's the thing. It's so damn difficult to make it to the finals in any sport. You make it to the finals, man, like it took hard work to get there. You can't just assume you're going back. So when Josh Allen has his opportunity, boy, do not seize, do not not seize the moment. You don't want to be a Dan Marino. We're having a fantastic season, a fantastic career, but never a Super Bowl. 
Just one. Just one. What? Doesn't Brett Favre just have one? Russell Wilson just with one? And Russell Wilson's a future Hall of Famer. Like, fam. Unbelievable. So we'll see how that plays out. We'll see how that plays out. My man, Sal. What's up, Sal? Sal says, yo, NFL needed an AFC win at the time Lenny Dawson and Hank Stram videoed the KC mob guys on the 60 Minutes. I used to be naive and believe things were on the up and up and seen too much. <laughs> my man, Sal. Shout out to my man, Sal, man. Sal been a, an avid follower. I appreciate you, Sal. You're, good, you're a good fellow, man. So I'm going through comments right now. If you guys have any questions, concerns, this is the time to hit me up. Time to go. Mr. Diggs comes in and says, yo, Diggs, question, exclamation mark. Davis, exclamation mark. Knox, Crowder, Shakir, load the gun up. Allen's ammo. You damn right. And now before I get out of here, I'm going to see if I can try to make this analogy stick. At least you guys will know where I'm coming from when I try, when I attempt to make this stick. There comes a time where we just got to be done with the circle the wagons, right? Circle the wagons. When are we going to stop circling? When are we just going to say, you know what? I'm done circling. We're here. We've made our destination. And our destination is the Super Bowl. We don't got to circle anymore. You know what I'm saying? Pit stop. Let us cherish this damn Lombardi trophy and chill out. We ain't circling anymore. But until we handle our business, bills are still going to have to continue to circle and circle and circle and circle and circle. We're done with circling, man. Time for a pit stop. Time for a pit stop in a Super Bowl with a damn Lombardi hanging with our franchise quarterback. And that's when you know, okay, we can circle once again, right? The Rams are all about running back. Well, when we, when we, when it's our time to win our Super Bowl, circle that shit back. We going for another one. You know what I'm saying? What are the odds? What are the odds that we've gone in the 90s with four straight Super Bowls and we lost? What are the odds that we can go to four straight Super Bowls starting this year and win them? Could you imagine? Could you freaking imagine where it all comes for a circle, man? Yo, we had to make you go through the pain back in the 90s, but this is your time. When this year, when the next year, when the year after that, and a fourth year, holy-ish. Wouldn't that be something? I'm getting myself excited. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm getting myself excited, but I got to chill. I got to chill. Yo, my man... <laughs> Yo, my man, Rico, I said the same shit. Listen, man, what are the odds that happens? Wouldn't that be crazy? That all of a sudden, the thing is just a line. Everything just goes right. You know what I'm saying? There's no wide left. There's no wide right. There's no short. The Bills get their first Super Bowl victory with a freaking field goal and actually goes through. And then we go on to win three more after that. O-M- G, wouldn't that be something? So, when we circle, there comes a time we got to take a pit stop. Why not take a pit stop in a Super Bowl so we can win that thing? 
And then we can circle the wagons again and circle back and come back for more. Shit. Sal says, yo, I'm an addict. I believe certain teams are elevated for ratings and money. We have Josh Dow. He's a ratings grabber. Oh, he certainly is. He certainly is. We have five, what, five primetime games? Rams, Titans, Green Bay. Uh, what team are we playing? The Vikings? Do we play the Vikings? Nah. Yeah, we play the Vikings, but that's not a primetime game. Where's the other one? The Patriots later on, and then we got the Bengals. Primetime. Fam, we got five primetime games. Maybe even, maybe even a sixth. It's going to be fun. That championship has to come, doesn't it? Doesn't it just feel that it needs to come the way this team is built? We've got a nucleus of young guys and some veteran guys. She, let's go, man. Mr. Dick says here, wow, eyes wide open. No more circling the wagons. After the wagons are circled, equals everyone just starts knocking down AFC East, AFC Championship, onto Super Bowl. Yes, that's the way. Thank you, Rico. You're damn right. I got you, kid. I got you. Oh, yes, then we play the Lions on, on, that's right. We play the Lions on freaking Thanksgiving. What a lovely time. When is, when is that game? Hopefully I'll be there for that. But what a time. Yo, listen, man, this got to be the year. This, doesn't this have to be the year? It just feels right. It just feels right, man. We lost in the AF Championship game. Fine. We gain experience. Right against the Chiefs. Then we go back to face the Chiefs again in the divisional round. Some say that that was our game. We lost that game. We gained more experience. So now, that's two years in a row now. We've, we've, we've had some, some definite losses and some experience that we needed and we gained. No more. I think we got enough experience now. <laughs> I think we got enough experience. Now let's get over the hump. Let's get over Patrick Mahomes. If you're talking about, if you think I'm, if you're trying to figure out what I'm trying to say is, the hump is Patrick Mahomes. I said this before, I'm going to say it again. That golf game, hopefully, I might, I might be, you know what I'm saying, overreacting. But hopefully that sparked something in Josh Allen. Hopefully that sparked something, you know what I'm saying, for everybody watching that is Bills fans. That's shit, man. Josh Allen knows he didn't have a good game, but he's not hes not a professional golfer. But bragging rights are big. And when you can brag to your boys and tell you, man, I carried your ass. That's Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes saying, man, Josh, I carried you, bro. And guess what? And I'm going to carry that damn Super Bowl again, unless you can stop me. That's pretty much what he's saying between all the bullshit. There's my third cuss word. I'm done for the day. So y'all can't, y'all catch it. Feel the pressure, Josh Allen. Anthony B says, yo, I feel the pressure. Everyone does. That's what scares me the most. That's what scares me for the season. I got a, I got the logo on my front yard. You're all in, man. Anthony B is all the way in. The logo's on the front yard. Yo, how far, how far do you guys go when it comes to your fandom? Are you about putting the logo tattoo on you? How do you feel about people that do that? By the way, shout out to my man, the Spud. He says, Pat Mahomes is getting fat on water burgers and spending too much mojo making babies. It's our time. Hey, man. That's right. He's just had, uh, he, did he just have a baby girl? Or he's going to? Or she's pregnant? Maybe he's not going to be focused. Who knows? But we can't rest on just the cheese, right? 
There's other teams coming for us. There's other teams gunning for the Bills. Gunning, especially in the AFC East. If we think that the Dolphins ain't seething, the Jets ain't China, you know what I mean? We got a chance with Zach Wilson and the bevy of our rock. We have a chance. And the Patriots are like, listen, man, I'm still trying to live off money the last 20 years off y'all. And we're like, nah, you're done, sir. You're done. You're not going to be competitive for a while. Cut it out. Shut it down. But that would be something. David Cooley says, hey, cherry on top, beat Brady in the Super Bowl. Let me tell you how big of a cherry that would be. That would be cherry of all cherries. Think about it. With all the quarterbacks you got to face this year, and you may, the Bills can make it to the Super Bowl and face Tom Brady, the one guy that was talking mad shit to you, there's your fourth. There's your guy that is talking mad-ish to you on the golf course. You got to. Things are lined up. Let's make it work. Let's make it work, damn it. Folks. <laughs> Mr. Diggs like, yo, wait. Bullshitting and swearing? <laughs> yo, I'm trying, I'm trying to turn over New Leaf, man. I'm trying to less, less cussing. Get the message across with less cussing. But the season hasn't started yet. And you guys already know how I get. When the season starts, uh, sometimes I'm not proud of myself. Let's put it that way. But. Here's my question to you before I get out of here. Is it appropriate? I've asked you guys this question in a different way before, but the first one was, is it appropriate for grown men, grown adults, to wear football jerseys as they go and run errands? I'm not talking about going to a football game. I'm not talking going to watch a football game. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about going to a buddy's house. I mean, no sporting event. You're just going to do things. You're going to the DMV to freaking... I mean, do you do you wear your jerseys? I mean, I remember asking that question. So here's the next one. Tattoos. Are you are you in on folks that have Bills tattoos, the logo of the Bills on them? How do you feel about that? I've always I've always I've never I've seen I've seen people do it. And I'm like, really, you did that? What if the team moves? <laughs> you feel me? What if the team moves and they leave your ass and now you got a tattoo that's permanent on your ass right on your back? A big old Buffalo Bill on your back. Not that the team's moving anytime soon, but geez. But tattoos of your team? I don't know how I feel about that. To me, I mean, tattoos, you, you obviously you want to get something that's, that's near and dear to you. Totally get that. Something, something artistic. That's, you know what I mean? That's got depth. That's got a story. At least that's for me. That's why I, I, I that's what I think about tattoos. But then you want to see my tattoo? <laughs> Usually here on the chest, maybe on the lower back for some folks that, that feel comfortable with that. Maybe on the calf. Some people do, man. Yo, I like style, man. Style's like, yo, man, stick to hats, toques. Jer- you know, you stick, stick, stick to the, the jersey. Stick to the sweater. You ain't got to get a tattoo of your team on you. And if, what if the guy does a bad a bad job? What if the artist, the, the tattoo artist, does a horrible job? You gotta you gotta live with that now. Yikes! You ready for that? <laughs> Nine fifteen Buffalo says, "Yo, I have a Buffalo Bills tattoo on my left arm. Does it look good? That's the question. Does it look good? Can you proudly say, yo, check this out, fellas? Mm. Or is it right here? The old the old shoulder with the tattoo on the shoulder. Speaking of tattoos, if you're gonna get a tattoo, make it." meaningful you got to make it meaningful man you can't get the whole tribal 
band around the arm. Corny. Or the heart with the arrow through it. Mm, are we really doing that? You mean the 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 last name, your last name written on your chest or you know I mean somewhere? Well, I guess that could mean some things to people. I've always been I've always wondered about that. People that do tattoos. But team logo tattoos, I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of. But some people love it. It's a it's a story for them. It's a, it's a, it means something to them. It's art. Boy, but if your tattoo artist is not a good one, and he makes your if he makes your your logo look like what Josh Allen do, drove with his eyes closed, excuse me, drew with his eyes closed, you're not gonna want that. <laughs> you're not gonna want that. Steph Steph Poirier is that Poirier? What's up, Steph? What's going on, girl? Yes, for both, she says. People express their fandom in different ways. It doesn't have to have a specific sentimental reason. Any of y'all wear logos for certain brands? They do. But I mean, something that's inked on your body for good. Obviously, you guys are, I mean, I agree with it being sentimental for sure. I'm, I'm in 100% agreement with that. I think your tattoo has to be sentimental. Is, is the Bills logo sentimental though? Or it could be you have the Bills logo because it reminds you of a moment you shared with someone that was near and dear to your heart. Then we got something. We got something. You know what I'm saying? But usually or hopefully you would kind of add a twist to the Buffalo logo because of moment, said moment. But it is what it is. Everybody, I mean, I have no tattoos. My wife does. She has tattoos. And whatever she was going to get there, I was like, okay, so we're getting that for a reason. And then she would tell me her reasoning. I was like, okay. Now she got a tattoo before I got with it. And I was like, why? I don't know. I was I was young. <laughs> I was like, oh, golly. All right. Living on the youth. All is good. Sophia Gosford says, if you want a Bill's tattoo, go for it. It's a free country. For sure. Ain't nobody saying don't do it. I just find it, I find it very interesting, people that do do it. No question. I don't even know how we got here. <laughs> for real. Yo, Rico, can you look up the the chat for real? Uh, the Kelly era comment before you go. I'm gonna see if it was it a comment that if you if it was you that made the comment, repost it, repost it, and I'm uh I'm gonna try to get there and read it because that's got I gotta scroll all the way back. Uh, Buffalo fan seven one six says yo 1988 Buffalo Bills lost AFC Championship game, 1989 Bills lost divisional round in 2020. Oh, I see what you're doing there. Bills lost the AFC Championship in 2021. The Bills lost divisional. The lot. The, the, the Bills lost divisional is it. Time for the 2020s. Bills to win four straight Super Bowls. Man, when you look at it like that, shoot, it kind of gives you a little bit of a uh, goosebumps. Almost like, could this be? Is it destiny? We lost in '89. We lost in '88. And then we went to division rounds in 2020. We lost that one, 2021. Maybe this is the time we go to Super Bowl, but this time we win it. That's dope. I like that. So, folks, that's it for me. That's it for me. If you guys have any, if you guys have any questions, concerns, yo, shoot them in right now uh, before I get out of here. But that's it for me, man. Uh, I appreciate y'all tuning in, obviously. Um, it's always love. It's You guys are, are wonderful. And you guys come in and, and share uh, you know, some of your comments and your questions, and we chop it up. It it means it means a lot to me. So we're engaging, which I totally love. Uh, salute to my guy, Riser. He says, yo, my father has one, and I'm getting one as well. 
Where are you getting it? You're going to get it on the arm, back, shoulder. I think that's always important too, where you get it. <laughs> David Kula says, yo, scared of needles, Rico? Nah, 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 I'm not scared of needles. I've always, I've always thought about getting a tattoo, but I was like, I, I, I got, I'm not inspired enough to get anything just yet, or if I even get one ever. Um, but it has to be meaningful and it has to be like, like sharp. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, no big deal. Sophia says, I don't have any, but a small buffalo on an ankle might look cute and actually wouldn't mean a lot. Cute buffalo ankle. But you, you want it to show, right? I guess, because that's another thing too. When people get tattoos and they have it in a place where it's covered, and I've had these debates with people before, where they'll have it in a place where you like, nobody will ever see it. So then I'm like, I'm, I, I always thought to myself, like, why get a tattoo if nobody can see it? But it's not about for people to see it. It's something for you, which I, which I totally get. But anyway. That's it for me, folks. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Sophia, Steph, David, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Rich G, I see you, Rich G. John Herring, Ronald Wrigley, I appreciate you guys very much. Wario, I see you, my man. Appreciate you all for tuning in and hanging with your boy. It goes, it never goes unnoticed. Always appreciated. And um, before I get out of here, uh, a big shout out to each and every one of you guys. And uh, we will be back at it again next week. Um, and uh, more football coming to you, man. So OTAs, they, I mean, they did what? Day three of OTAs is, it was in the, in the books. We're going for a lull. I think mini camps is coming very shortly. So please pay attention. Please pay very close attention. <laughs> pay very close attention to what goes down. With Jordan Poirier. I hope I didn't scare you guys there. <laughs> Pay very close attention to this Jordan Poirier story. Because it's about to get heated up. And when you start taking money out of a man's pocket, it's a whole different ball game. It starts off small. 15000 20000 And then when it starts to get a little bit more, it gets into the forty, the fifty. I hit that beat right there perfectly. So 40, 50,000, when it starts hitting the pockets, that's when you got to make a decision like, okay, man, I ain't trying to lose all my money like that. So Jordan Poirier, are you ready to lose money or do you like your money? But sometimes you got to sacrifice the little chump change that you'll be losing in order to gain the bigger bag. You want the bigger bag, don't you? I know you do. You want the bigger bag. So sometimes you got to sacrifice the pennies, if you will, to get what you want. Right now, I think Jordan Poirier's base salary is five mil, six mil. We got to ante up. He wants to ante up. What's it going to take? How much is it going to take? You tell me. Nine mil, 10 mil, 11 mil. Where do we stop it? Where's the cap? You know what I'm saying? For me, I'm not paying Jordan Poirier anymore. At his age, 12, between 12 and just shy of 14, under 14. Even then, I'm like, ooh, that's a lot. Can't do it. So here's what we're going to do. I am guessing between 9 and 11 base. So we'll go 11 and a half. I'm going to say 11 and a half. You know what? Let me move it up. <laughs> Let me move it up. 12 mil. Cap it. 
12 mil. That should do the deal. Give him $12 million a year and let's let's call it a day. And then let's go get let's go chase this championship. But we're gonna find out who's got bigger balls, Jordan Poyer or Brandon Bean. Brandon Bean doesn't have to do anything, he can just chill. Jordan Poirier is the one that's got pressure on him. So we're gonna find out. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy. And we'll catch you on the flip side. And until next time. And I'm gone. You guys have yourself a great night. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Let's go. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save